You are now listening to the Keys and Anklets podcast, your one-stop source for frank and honest information about the hot wife and cuckold lifestyles. You can find this episode on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher Radio, or you can head to www.keysandanklets.com and subscribe right from the website. Now, let's get to the good stuff with the host who separates fact from fiction, Michael C. Hello, everyone. This is uh, Michael C. back with another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. Um, what I want to do for you today is I'm always trying to do something different. And it's like, what else can I do to, to kind of give my listeners more insight into this fascinating lifestyle, just a different way of talking about it. And uh, one of the people who I've been talking to, who I've become very fond of and I enjoy talking to her, uh, you know, she's been on the show. Um, and if you, won't, you follow me on Twitter or if you're in my Discord group, you know her, is Cuckoldress Scarlet. And we, she and I have a lot of conversations about all things related to the lifestyle. So I was thinking one night and I was like, you know what? I think it would be really cool to let people hear some of the conversations that we have. And so I talked to her about it and she liked the idea. So uh, tonight we're going to be doing that for the first time. So hopefully everyone will enjoy it and will want to hear more. Uh, but what you're hearing is the debut episode. I don't even have a name for the segment yet. So if anybody would like to submit a name or suggest something, I'm all ears. So without any further ado, why don't you say hi to everybody, Scarlett? Hello, Keys and Anklets listeners. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you, are you ready to do this? I am, sir. Okay. Now, the way that this is going to work is, you know, we both belong to different sites, and we come across postings that people make or a comment that somebody will make and it'll spark a conversation between us. And so what we're going to do is when we have those conversations, if it strikes a certain nerve, we'll say, you know what, let's, let's save that for when we record so that we can let other people be a part, you know, of this conversation, because this kind of goes into what I've always said about being so fascinated by this lifestyle you know, and never running out of things to talk about. So hopefully you guys will enjoy it. So uh, Scarlett, what is the first topic that you and I are going to kick around tonight? And re- re- no names. Remember, we've got to protect the, uh, the, of course. They, they must remain yes. nameless. So. Oh, I totally understand. Well, thank you so much for having me back on, Michael. I just so enjoyed being part of the podcast family. And I'm excited about this opportunity to kind of give people an inside look into our conversations. And, you know, what I wanted to bring tonight is something I've been noticing uh, on a couple of occasions. You know, when we interact on the online, various, you know, communities and various means, be it Twitter or FetLife, it's really fascinating to me how we represent ourselves, right? There are these various roles in the lifestyle that are very well established, bull, cuck, stag, vixen, cuckoldress. And, you know, a lot of times we'll use these in our handles, you know, so you see cuck in a lot of handles, you see stag, you see wives who may be, you know, having slut in their handle or mistress or vixen. And what I've noticed is that these handles kind of tend to dictate 
how we converse with each other on a casual basis. And I've noticed that sometimes that can create a little bit of conflict, especially, you know, among people who, men who identify as cucks. A lot of times I've seen uh, some bulls approach them in a certain way and they may get some pushback to that. So what I'm I'm wanting you to kind of speak about and what I'm interested on for your opinion is how do you kind of navigate this shifting online landscape and how do you think that that bulls or or cuckoldresses how do we keep our role but also be mindful and respectful online okay i think i have an idea but for my listeners can you kind of give me an example of what you saw and like i said you can be vague you don't have to be sure. exact but just to kind of give like if, a, if a bull were to approach a cuck and, and call him, you know, cuck or boy or, you know, even to go so far as to call him a bitch. Mm-hmm. And this is just a casual acquaintance. And if he gets pushback from that, I've seen, you know, several cucks push back and say, hey, you know, I'm not your boy. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, or, or you don't have you're not in a position to speak to me like that. Uh, that's really what I've been seeing more and more. It's, it's a pattern emerging. And I think that these are things done in, in pretty good intent. You know, I don't think they mean to overstep any lines, but I think they feel that they're acting within their role. And so I'm curious what you, what you think about this. Well, I know for me personally, um, the way that I, t- I tend to look at it is how would you approach someone in real life? In other words, mm. for, for me, I don't, I don't conduct myself any differently online than I do in real life. And what I mean by that is it's just another way to communicate. In other words, I can talk to somebody face to face. I can talk to somebody on the phone. I can talk to somebody through text messaging. I can talk to somebody through DM or instant messaging. And for anyone who has talked to me, you know that I'm the same way, no matter which way I'm conversing with you. You know, like I can have a conversation with you and we can start on the phone and we can move to text and we can move to DM and we can move to something else. And it's going to be the same kind of consistent way that I'm talking to you. So with that being said, I would never say anything to anyone online that I wouldn't say to their face if I just met them. Right. So I believe when you and I had the conversation, um, and I guess I'm not going to say where it was, whether we saw it on a website or FetLife or what have you, but I know it was a situation where a cuck did something, posted something, and then a bull chimed in and said, good boy. And the cuck responded with, I'm, you know, basically saying like, I'm not your boy. I don't know you like that. Don't come at me that way. Right. You know, and I guess as you get experienced in this lifestyle, you know what cucks are battling against as far as mm. people kind of having this, this stereotype of them being meek and subservient and docile and so oftentimes inexperienced bulls will make assumptions and, and, and come at them the wrong way with that, that, 
that lack of respect, or even if they don't have any ill intent, they don't understand the way that it's being received. You know, so if I wanted to make a comment like that, I probably wouldn't go with good boy because that's something that requires a little bit of a connection. But I, right. might, but I might say something like, wow, well, aren't you a good cuck? You know, in other words, there's, there's nothing offensive about that. And it's true, you know, because he's making a statement about how good of a cuck he is. So I, I, I wouldn't think that, you know, that there would be a problem with, with saying that. But right. with, with that being said, as a bull, if you come at somebody, whether it's a cuck, whether it's a, like, say, for example, you know, you, you could call a woman a slut. You know, some women like that, some women don't. And if you come at somebody and they have a problem with it, you have to be big enough to apologize because you, you know, you came at them. And if somebody doesn't like the way that you came at them, you know, uh, you know, you have different ways you can react. You can either react with hostility and, and, and kind of an attitude, you know, or you can just quash it and, you know, be a man about him, be like, my bad. I didn't mean to offend you. I'm saying, I'm sorry if I did, you know, let's start over, you know? And I find that if you, if you are sincere in your apology, for the most part, people are pretty receptive to that, you know, now to turn it around, because I know, you know, you're in a relationship with the cuck. What are your thoughts on that? Like, how do you, see and what do you hear from him as far as you know you know what are your thoughts on that whole situation well that's i'm so glad you asked that and there was so much that you said that is so on point but also you know we can really dive into because i think that now finally we're awakening to an understanding that men who have cuckold desires they fall onto a very broad spectrum right there are you know, sure, there are certain men who have cuckold desires or, or men who may be cucks who would enjoy, you know, being told good boy by a bull online. Uh, I know my cuck for a fact would not. <laughs> he is not interested at all in social media or really interacting with people on that really loose, casual level. Mm-hmm. Um he would far prefer the in-person interaction and because, you know, our dynamic is a cuckold dynamic. Absolutely. We enjoy humiliation from a dominant bull. However, we we've established a rapport with this person. We've had communication. We've met in person. There's a dynamic in play between the three of us that allows for, you know, if my bull were to say, good boy to my cuck after he cleaned me up or completed a task. Well, that would be totally in the right context. Right. It's not just a, just a tweet or just a, you know, reply on a picture. It's, it's a, it's a moving part of a, of a dynamic that we all enjoy so much. So, and that's not to say that you can't engage in these things online, but I think what you said is, is really on point about being genuine and authentic. Uh, I, I, don't think that you would approach someone that you don't really know in that way. But, you know, I, and hey, 
I have, I'll be the first to say it, (laughs) that within lifestyle events and certain situations, I will absolutely walk up to a man that I find attractive and call him sir or king. But that's within a context of this is a lifestyle event, right? Right. Everybody knows that we're all here for the same reason. Uh, But I certainly wouldn't walk up to someone in the supermarket and say that, you know, they may really say, excuse me, or I'm offended, you know, but I think we don't think of social media as a space where we have to keep those kinds of, those kinds of courtesies, right? Because social media gives us this veneer to kind of be behind where if we want to appear dominant on our social media, or I want to, you know, appear very slutty or promiscuous on my social media, I can just highlight that one part of me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that really consistency is key, right? And online, if all you're doing is making very short, you know, comments to cucks or on hot wives or cuckoldresses photos, uh, you know, like hot slut or, you know, good boy or, you know, nice cuck, that doesn't read as dominant to me personally. Uh, Would you agree with that? Well, I just... Well, yeah, I mean, and you and I have had this conversation before and I'll, I'll repeat it for the, you know, so that the, the, the listeners can kind of get an idea of what we're saying. As, as many of my listeners know about me, I'm involved in a polydynamic and I, I have a slave. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so for me personally, I have a very, very thorough understanding of, of what being dominant, you know, is, is, is all right. about and what it entails. And oftentimes what I'll tell guys is there's, there's a, there's a lot more to being dominant than slapping the ass, pulling hair and calling her dirty names. And when I deal with people that, you know, have a submissive energy, one of the things that I've never done in my entire history of being online is I've never instructed anyone to call me, sir. You know, Mm. um, my theory the way that I carry myself is if I inspire you to call me that, to address me that way because of the energy that I'm giving, because of the way that I carry myself, then so be it. But I'm not going to come in and try to, you know, inflict my dominance upon you. Enforce it. Enfor- right. Exactly. That's the word I'm looking for, to enforce my dominance upon you. And the only exception to that, the only time I've ever instructed anyone as far as how to address me is sometimes someone will be really eager. And like in the first conversation, they're calling you daddy or master or something like that. Mm-hmm. And being that I have someone in my life who, who calls me daddy, you know what I'm saying? And who has earned it. I'll correct them. You know, I'll let them know, you know, I, I get where you're coming from, but the reality is you haven't earned the right to call me that. If you want to show respect, if you want to show deference, then just call me sir. Like that's the only time is like me giving them an alternative of how to address me because I'm not their master and I'm not their daddy. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. But that's the Clarifying. only time. Yeah, exactly. That's the only time. Like I don't, you know, like someone addressing me like that, it, 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 it does nothing for my ego or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like it when they recognize it on their own, but as far as me 
coming in the door saying, okay, I'm dominant. You're going to call me this, you know, like to me, and I'm sure that there'd be there are people out there who would disagree with me, but to me, I kind of see it as a sign of insecurity, you know, mm. um, um, almost like, you know, the, the, the cool person never has to say he's cool. Like he never has right. to tell you he's cool. He's just a cool. humble person doesn't have to say they're humble. It's, exactly. You <laughs> they know just are. Yeah. Right. It, 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 it's just, they are. And if you spend any time around them, you'll pick up on it. Like, yeah, hey, you're a humble dude. Man, you, you're cool as shit. You know, but the dude who's like, nah, I'm cool. I'm cool. You spend time with him and it's like, nah, dude, you're really not. You know, so for me, it's that kind of same mentality as far as being dominant. Like the person that has to constantly remind you that they are, it's like, well, maybe you're not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like maybe you're saying it to convince yourself that you are. But the people who I've been around who just have that presence about them. Right people pick up on it. You know, I refer, I refer to it as, as energy, you know, like I tell people all the time, you know, I'm dominant, but I'm not domineering. You know, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't have to dominate, you know, every woman that I deal with. But what I will say is if you, if, if you display any submissive energy towards me, I'm drawn to that, like a moth to a flame. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like I'm, I'm, if you display it, I'm going to react to it. So if you don't want me to react that way, then be careful about displaying your submissive energy to me because, (laughs) you know, I'm going to smell it. Like I'm like a shark with, you know, with blood in the water. Like I'm, I'm going to sense it and I'm going to, I'm going to move towards it, you know? Um, So as far as how that ties in, you know, to what we're saying, just watch how you approach people, you know, and if, if you know that you're coming at them in a way that could be taken either good or bad, if they have a problem with it, be ready to own up to it and be ready to say, you know what, my bad, you know, I'm sorry. You know, I didn't mean, I didn't mean any, you know, I, I didn't mean any, any offense because unfortunately when inexperienced guys are dealing with the cut, being that they don't really understand the dynamic, Sometimes they feel like they can talk to a cuck any old kind of way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's wrong. You know what I'm saying that that's wrong. You know, there's this misconception that, you know, like I said earlier, that, that cucks are, you know, weak and meek and beta and all that bullshit. And, you know, any of us who spent any time in this lifestyle and who've met people and actually talked to people, you know that that's false. You know, these, just like anybody else you deal with, they, they deserve your respect. Now, once you Absolutely. earn that, once you earn that position and you earn that right, because a lot of, you know, cuckold couples that I know, you know, I, you know, I'll refer to him as boy and I'll say good boy, but I've earned that, you know, right. they, because I think that when you deal with the cuck, it's important that they know that you respect them. Right. Because, you know, especially the ones that have an online presence they're sensitive to being disrespected because a lot of them deal with a lot of disrespect. You know, uh, people will sometimes treat them like they're less than. Right. You know, so you have to make be, assumptions about them. Ex- exactly. Yeah. So you have to be, you know, you have, you have to be mindful of that, you know, and just, I don't know, just use common sense. Like I always say, how would you, if, if, if 
if you met them at a, a social gathering, even if it was a lifestyle party, and you overheard him talking to someone and he said that, would you say that to him? Would you say good boy to him, to a man you just walked up on and met? You know, and if your answer is no, then maybe you shouldn't do it online either. Right. That's the bottom line. Yeah. Like, don't be one of those guys with keyboard courage. Yeah. That's what it comes down to, to, to me is that. It, it comes off as very ingenuine to me. And I think that that is why you're not very likely to get a good response. Right. You know, we can, we can sense just like you were talking about energy, you know, even, even over, you know, digital platforms, most of us are pretty tuned into energy and we can really get a sense of, whether or not you're just saying this because you are behind a screen, whether you have the confidence and, you know, the true ability to carry this out in a real conversation. I know that I definitely get a sense for that uh, when I'm talking to someone online. I can get a real sense of whether or not this person is speaking from a place of authenticity, experience, uh, and whether someone's just kind of talking. But I agree. I think Cuck's, get a lot of misconceptions thrown their way online that they're kind of constantly having to correct and clarify and say, right. no, you know, I'm not, they're caught in a position where they're, they're constantly really talking to having to talk about what they're not into because there are all these wrong assumptions rather than what they do enjoy. Uh, and I think that that definitely can make someone kind of defensive. And I think if, if bulls would just, yeah, give enough of a space to really see what is this cuck all about, you know, yeah. without just needing to enforce that, you know, dominance right away, it's really going to net them more uh, as far as learning about this lifestyle and even making connections in this lifestyle. Yeah, it doesn't, it, 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 you know, I'm a firm believer in you get one chance to make a first impression. So, I'm always going to err on the side of caution, you know, and if I have to do Mm -hmm. a little bit of fact finding first, you know, because for me, you know, you know, like I, 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 you know, as far as my dominant energy goes, when I'm dealing with whether it's a submissive female or a, a submissive cuck, I, I, I want it to ramp up. And I, I like, right. I, like I want, I want it to always be increasing. I don't want it to be like a roller coaster. So I'll, mm. I, I prefer to start off light, you know, feel them out, talk to them, so that when I see that, okay, I can be dominant in this exchange, and it starts to go up, I know that I'm bringing them along with me, so I never have to back off of it, you know. And so it, it, it it may build slowly, you know, as you develop and build a rapport with this person. But once those roles are established, then you, you never really have to come out of that. And it's not about, you know, ordering them around or, or, or doing anything like that. It's that once you've earned their respect, you know, I have a number of cucks who, if I text, if I text them now, they'll respond with, hello, sir. You know, even if I haven't Absolutely. talked, even if I haven't talked to them in weeks or months, right. you know, and, 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 you know, maybe I haven't seen them in person. And I mean, I have cucks I talked to, I haven't seen them in person in two years, mm. you know, 
But because of what was established, because they, I came from a place of respect, when we do talk, that respect is still there. And when I call them boy, they know that it's not about me diminishing them or demeaning them. It's about me celebrating their position and seeing them and embracing who they are. So when I call them boy, you know, it, 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 it never comes across as disrespectful because that respect has been, has been earned, you know, and I'm sure that there are people who have differing viewpoints, but I'm, I, I enjoy celebrating people just the same way, you know, for those of you who listen to my fireside chat, it's, it's the same approach that I have with slut. Mm-hmm. You know, when I say slut, when I call a woman a slut in my mind and in my heart, it's celebratory. Absolutely. I'm, and I, I love that episode. <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> loved it. I'm a grade A proud slut right here. And I love that word. And I absolutely view it as celebratory too. And that was, that was so beautiful. The way that you describe that, that when you are, you're celebrating their role that they embrace and you embrace with them. That's, that's, for me, the eroticism of this dynamic, especially, you know, cuckolding, specifically when there is this sort of interchange between bull and cuck, um, to say that it's celebratory, that's, that's the feeling, especially as a cuckoldress, because I feed off of both the energy of my cuck and the energy of my bull, that interchange, oh God, it makes me weak <laughs> in the knee. I am so... Oh, and when, you know, my, my bull has really, you, you can't make a withdrawal from a bank account you just opened. <laughs> it's, it's, they're going to be like, you, you don't have any money in here. You know, yeah, what, what are you yeah. talking about? And, be, and so I. Got to be a deposit first. Yeah, there's got to be a deposit first. I mean, it, this seems so simple, but it's amazing how these things can kind of get lost online. Um in in kind of all of the different stuff that's out there, I think we can just lose sight of these very simple concepts that are really really important in making connections. Uh, but that was that was just I love the way you just described that. That's exactly what it is. It is a celebration of this three way dynamic and this lifestyle that we all enjoy so much. Um, like I said, I like I said, Mike, he avoids social media. But if you were getting a text from one of my bulls and, you know, we have this established and they call him boy or even, you know, bitch boy or white boy, he's, that's going to be nothing but exciting and erotic for him. Right. He's not, his defenses are not going to go up, you know, uh, but knowing him, if a stranger on the internet said that it would be an entirely different situation. And I think that's perfectly reasonable. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you can't. You can't be upset if somebody takes offense at, at what you said, you know, uh, it, some people will like it. Some people won't. Like I said, you just have to be prepared to deal with what comes at you. And it's about, you know, it's about how you react. Like it, it, it doesn't make you weak to apologize. Oh, absolutely. Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> it, it does not make you weak to apologize. Yeah. I think you know. that. We just, we all need to hear that, myself included. You know, it's, it's a very important reminder. But kind of going back to what you said about, about the word slut, right? Um, I refer to myself as a slut a lot on social media because I'm, I'm just a very, very proud slut. Um, and 
I know what it means to me and I know what it means to the people, you know, I care about most. Um, so when you come at me and if you were to use the, the word slut when communicating with me casually, I know for me, it would not offend me. Mm-hmm. Right. It absolutely. I would embrace it. I respond to it. It's great. Uh, but I know that's not the case for other women. Right. Oh, yeah. You have to kind of, and, and you outlined it beautifully, but as a, as a woman who identifies as a proud slut, I just wanted to say that, you know, it's it's just like you said, it's in the same vein where for me, if someone calls me a slut, I absolutely respond to it. Absolutely. But for another woman, you may be prepared to make an apology there if you yeah. have to. Yeah. No, and so, right. No, I mean, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, for example, I was having a conversation uh, with a woman, um, I don't know, a couple of days ago, and it came up because you know, she follows me and, and, and she knows my views on that word. Mm-hmm. And she said to me, you know, she was like, I'm, I'm not one of those women who's comfortable with it, you know, and I got to respect that no matter how, no, no matter what I mean, no matter how empowering, you know, I am trying to be, if someone doesn't take it as such, if someone still feels that, it's a word that makes them uncomfortable. You know, I'm not going to call her that. Right. You know, and it's, 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 it's about respecting, you know, that person's wishes. Now, the way that I am, when I hear that part of me is like, okay, let's see if I can work on this person. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and and sometimes I've been successful. I mean, sometimes I've gotten a woman to the point where she enjoys hearing it because I've been able to change her perspective on it. You know, and some and, and 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 some women are steadfast in in their feeling that nah, I, I, that that word does not do it for me. You know, and so it's everybody's wired differently, and there's nothing wrong with taking the time to figure out what a person's hot buttons are. Because in the long run, it, ma- it makes things better because it, 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 it keeps you from having those missteps. You know what I'm saying? Like the way that, you know, a, a, a situation that I like to talk about is before I play with a person, mm-hmm. before I play with a woman or, or a couple, I like to personally, I like to find out what are your hard limits, you know? Right. And the reason why I ask that for people who aren't familiar with that term, a hard limit are those things that no matter what the situation, you know, that they, that you're not into it at all. You know, it's an absolute no under no circumstances. Exactly. And just to, to give an example for some women, it's anal. You're saying like, you know, some women just, they, for whatever reason, maybe they had a bad experience years ago or whatever the case may be, anal is not their thing at all. And so by me finding out beforehand, it's like what it does is, like I said earlier, it allows me to keep my energy high. For example, say if I didn't ask a woman what her hard limit was and say her hard limit was anal and you know, we're at it, we're going at it, it's hot and heavy, you know, she's, she's feeling super submissive. I'm feeling super dominant. Um, yeah, I'm giving it to you, slut. You know, you do what I tell you. And she's Mm -hmm. like, yes. And she's loving it. And she's in her zone and I'm in my zone and the energy is flowing and she's, 
in her right space and, you know, I go and I try to stick it in her ass. <laughs> in that moment, she's going to come completely out of that zone. Right. You know, it's like throwing cold water on her. Like she's going to come completely out of it. And for any guy, if, if, if you're a halfway decent guy, you're going to do the right thing in that situation, which is to apologize. Right. And 10 out of 10 times, that is the right way to handle that situation. If a woman is not mm -hmm. into anal and you try to stick it in her ass and she reacts a certain way, you should apologize. Now, for me, the reason why I like to find out beforehand is even though that's the right thing to do, at the same time, that balloon that you've been filling up with all that dominant energy and that scene once you apologize, to me, I'm sure there'll be people who would disagree. To me, that, that balloon pops. Yeah. In other words, to go from, yeah, bitch, I got this. You're going to do what I tell you to do. Yeah, I own this pussy, blah, blah. And you're in it and she's in it. And then you go to stick it in her ass and you go from, yeah, bitch, I got this to, oh, my bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, it's the right thing to do, but it's, it's not, again, this is to me it saps the dominant energy out of the room and you have to kind of, oh. you have to kind of build back up to it because I guess it, it, I guess it distorts the fantasy in that moment. It's like a record. Right. Skip. It's like a, it's like you're dancing and then the record skips and then you got to kind of take that moment to find the beat again. You know, I don't like trying to find the beat again. I like keeping my dance nice and smooth the whole way through, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm sure that there are plenty of people who are going to listen to this and say, no, no, that's that, you know, if my Dom, apologize in the middle, you know, it wouldn't bother me. And I completely get that. My philosophy is find out what you need to find out in the beginning so that you lessen the likelihood of being in a situation where you need to apologize. Now, obviously, if we're doing something and I'm and I accidentally throw an elbow, you know what I'm saying, and catch her in the jaw. <laughs> I'm going right. to, I'm going to apologize, but that's not so, like, that's something that happened. Like you can't prepare for that. You can, right. You can't prevent that right. reasonably. You know, it's a mistake. It's an honest accident. Right. Exactly. But, but doing that work ahead of time to just lessen that possibility. Right. And, and make sure that you're being prepared so that you can keep the energy high. Right. Right. Absolutely. Now, before we go any further, one thing that I want to say, cause like I said, this is the, the inaugural episode of you and I having these conversations. And I already know because of the way that we are, there are going to be times where I'm going to have to like physically stop because when you and I talk, we can oh go gosh. off on, we can go off on tangents and we'll be 30 miles away from where we started. <laughs> I know. And Usually. so, right. So for the purpose of these episodes, when I feel us, you know, kind of going into a new subject because I don't want these episodes to be like two hours long. What I would do is I will bring them to a close and encourage people, you know, in the comment section, you know, whatever, you know, they, you know, people that follow either one of us on Twitter yes, or, you know, our Patreon supporters and our discord group, you know, feel free to bring it up and keep the conversation going. I just don't Absolutely. want yeah, I just don't want you and I to stray too far from, you know, what the initial topic was. 
you know, uh, so with that, do you have anything else to say on what we originally started talking about? And as we go through this and we do it more and more, I'm sure you and I will get better at it, you know, um, but is there anything else that you want to say on that topic of like how you, how bulls approach people, you know, online and and both ways, not just, it's not just about the way that bulls approach cucks or or women, but it's, it's the way that people approach, you know, bulls as well. You know, which basically just comes down to just give people respect. Absolutely. And be genuine. You know, be yourself to as much as of the extent as you feel comfortable. I know that that genuineness and, and confidence in that really shines through for me. And with the people that I am closest with online, you know, they, they're just themselves. Be brave enough to be yourself. And I promise you that will net you more. Um, you know, as far as specifically talking to cucks, you can't make assumptions and about bulls either. I think people, we could do a whole other episode on assumptions people make about bulls and what they're into. Um, you know, we, we have to really approach everybody as an individual, regardless of what's in their screen name, you know, what their handle is or, or what moniker they take on in this lifestyle at the end of the day, we're all individuals and that genuineness, that consistency is, is going to net you a lot. Take it from me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and let you have the last word on that. And for everyone listening, hopefully you've enjoyed this, you know, just this little peek into just two people in a lifestyle conversating, you know, and, and, you know, two people who are fascinated by this and who could talk, you know, endlessly, you know, endlessly about it and just kind of giving you all a peek into, you know, what we talk about and hopefully it'll encourage other people out there to, you know, to have these kind of conversations because even though this lifestyle is a tremendous amount of fun from the physical standpoint, it's also a very intellectual lifestyle or it could be if you allow yourself to, to fall into that. And it, you know, it it can be a lot of fun to talk about too. I mean, you learn a lot about yourself. You learn a lot about other people, you increase your awareness. And so hopefully, you know, these episodes will spark conversation and, you know, get people talking, whether it's a, you know, bull talking to other bull or bull to couple or couples to each other or cuck to cuck or, or whatever the case may be. Just good, healthy dialogue is always a bonus to me. So on that note, I'm going to, you know, uh, bid everyone a farewell. Scarlett, thank you for taking a part in this with me. Um, I look forward to doing it more. Of course, to all my Patreon supporters from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Um, It's you guys that make all of this possible. I know I sound like a broken record because I say it every episode, but it's that important. It needs to be said every time. Like, I want you guys to know that I appreciate you. I may not shout you out by name, but I hope that you all know how important you are to me and what I do. And as long as you guys keep supporting me, I'm going to continue putting out material that moves the lifestyle forward. So I'm your host, Michael C. This has been another episode of the Keys and Anglers podcast. I want to thank my lovely guest, uh, Cuckoldra Scarlet, and uh, we'll see you when we see you. Peace. <laughs>